say it, but you're never gonna be me Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy Bloody hands stain from the people who deceive me Muddy hands break through the chains, go free me People like sheep, move feet, hurt it easy You don't wanna be fast asleep when they see me Better stand tall, ready for a fight, believe me When they try the chains, you can say no, free me So he's been looking Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another edition of the Geek Gauntlet Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. William D. Morgan. I got a cast of thousands with me tonight. Um, Janae wasn't able to be with us. She got called off to a family event, so hopefully she'll be back with us next week. But I got everybody else with me. First, let me move on to she is a writer for GNN. She is the cosplaying TikTok queen. We're my girl, Caddy and Cat. What's up? What's up, William? How's it going tonight? How you doing? How you doing? Living the um, dream, man. There you go. There you go. Next, he is the Twitter overlord. He oversees Twitter with an iron fist like none other. Let me remember, man, Ambrose on. Ambrose, what's up? How we doing? How you doing, buddy? Doing all right, man? Uh, Yeah, yeah, just getting over. Have been kind of inactive this week. I'm getting over uh, whatever bug's been going around Maryland. So I feel you, man. I feel you. <clears throat> but get better soon for sure, for sure yeah if i mute every once in a while it's just because i don't want to like pop your eardrums coughing so it's not like i'm gotcha. talking out appreciate you being here not being 100 appreciate you being here and Thank last you. but last but certainly not least this man has been with me for over three years we've been doing this thing for a long long time together and bring my man shaw in shaw what's up what's up everybody how y'all doing how you doing doing, good. How you doing? good 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 Hopefully, Dom will be here with us. Um, she might be a late addition, but we shall see how that works. Um, in the meanwhile, let's go ahead and get started with everything. The first thing we're going to start off with is the news. All right, Shaw, what you got What you got for us tonight, my friend? Um, uh, actually, I got oh, this you, one tonight. You got this one. Yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. Go on, do your thing, Kat. Do your thing. Go on, Kat. No worries, no worries. Um, well, you know, uh, it, it's definitely a sad day in Hollywood, especially in the sci-fi community. Um, when you want to go and pull up, you know, picture number one, um, we lost Annie Wershing. Oh, that was picture number yeah. one? Number one. Yeah. I had missed that, my fault. Yeah, she was just 45. Um, <coughs> it did Star Trek, has had lots of other various parts and roles, um, Really great actress, unfortunately, was lost to cancer. Mm. Mm. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Meanwhile, yeah. I just want to say real quick, what's up, Diamond? How you doing tonight? What's up, everyone? What up, Diamond? Oh, good to see you. Good to see you. All right, go ahead, Kat. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna kind of start rolling into some DC news. Um, Dave Bautista may be gunning for the role of Lex Luthor in the new DC universe. Uh, what do you guys think about that? No. I heard about that and I said, what the hell? Uh, what the hell? Like, I know he's got cool. a special relationship with James Gunn, but I... No. 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 In the words of Booker T... Like, in, in, the, in, in the words of Booker T, what the hell? Tell me he did not just say that. Sucky ducky quack quack. What the hell is going on around here? 
serious role. Like he wanted to be yeah. like, I guess like separated, not separated from the rock, but like not compared to him. Right. Honestly, he's also looking to move away from like the Drax character, which as enjoyable as it was, he kind of did go from Drax the um impaler to Drax the comedy sidekick. Mm-hmm. So, well, well, the thought of James Gunn writing a Superman movie terrifies me to begin with because I just don't think he's the right person to handle Superman. And <clears throat> um, there's a certain amount of finesse you need to play Lex Luthor that Batista just doesn't have. Um, and it's nothing against him as a Marvel star. Maybe he's just typecast as a strong guy, but I just don't see it. You need, you need someone like I'd love it if Michael Rosenbaum came back from Smallville, and they and they put him in the role, and he was kind of an older and wiser Lex Luthor. But um, I, I don't see Batista just. It. Here's my thought. Here's my thought. A lot of the animated versions of Lex Luthor, he's a really big dude. Like, he's voiced by Clancy Brown. I can kind of see Batista maybe doing it. I mean, considering his voice when he's, like, serious, what he looks like in a suit. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not 100% against it, but I'm also not 100% for it. I'm like... The the biggest you've seen Lex... Was a Superman, Batman, Public Enemies. That's the biggest you've seen him, and even then, Batista still don't fit this role. We supposed to be Lex Luger. Luger. Lex Luthor's not tanned at all. Dave's got a a, a nice suntan, a nice beach suntan. Um, and if he maybe he'll pull off the bald headed role, but I I just don't. See now, now, if he wants to be a complex role where I could see him, if Gunn really does play around with the DCU and expands on Batman villains beyond the Joker, I could see Mr. Batista. Freeze? I could, ooh, that'd be a good one. I wasn't even Freeze. going that route. I was saying he'd be a good Clayface. Yeah, good Clayface. Well, or uh, Solomon Grundy. Yeah. Here's Grundy. my take on Batista as Lex Luthor. Now, some of it also we have to keep in mind, yes, Batista started out being typecast as, like, the big guy. Like, the big, bouncery, big muscle guy. How much of his physique is he keeping up for the Drax role? That's true. Because even if you've taken, if you've heard interviews with, uh, why am I blacking on Captain America's name? Um, Chris Evans. Chris Evans, yeah. If you've heard him talk since stepping out of that mantle... Like he said, his body was never meant to be 250 pounds. And so the amount of work he had to put in to maintain that was a lot. So the same thing could happen for Batista, especially considering, I mean, not that he's old, but he's starting to kind of get to a little bit of that Stallone-ish age where you saw like Stallone and Arnold start slimming down, but still being big guys. So I, I'm going to see how it goes. I mean, honestly, Batista, stay inside for like all winter long. You know, don't get out in the sun. The tan will fade. Trust me, he'll be, he'll be fine. 
I, I just think that a certain <laughs> amount of of even when it was go even when it was goofy and it was Gene Hackman doing it, and it wasn't really source loyal. There's still a certain amount of nuance and subtlety that comes with playing Lex Luthor, and I just don't see Batista. I, I don't like. You have to have the facial expressions. You have to say things without saying them, and he's just not that type of actor. You, you also, you also got to have the dialogue, Alex. He doesn't have the dialogue, Alex, either. Yeah, I didn't have that. You got to have that dialogue, and you can write it in a script, but can you really pull it off? And I don't think you can. Yeah. Now, Shaw, I know you had a bunch of you had some info on the whole James <coughs> Superman legacy thing, right? Yeah, this is about a lot of stuff with the um Jan Gun Slate. Um, let's start with picture number two, please. Just to start off. I think I got these misnumbered. Hold on one second. No, uh, there, there, there we go. go. All right, <laughs> so we got a big thing about the whole slate. First up, um Movies like um, Joker and the Batman are going to be in like Elseworlds stories, so they're not going to be connected to the new DC stories. Um, let's see, Aquaman and The Flash and Blue Beetle, those are still in, except that um, The Flash is going to be a soft reboot. Sana's going to be a little more than soft, but not a complete reboot. So, you know, stuff are changing, but some stuff will be sticking around. Um, let's go to picture number three, please. All right, these are the the movies that we're getting. First, we're getting Superman Legacies, which is going to be. Let me look over here real quick. Which is going to come out. The release date is July eleventh, twenty twenty five. What are your thoughts on that so far? Does anyone want to go or? Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm a mixed bag on this. Me too. Like I said, I don't like James Gunn writing Superman. He's got too goofy of a hand. I don't. I, I think Superman needs to be taken head on and taken seriously. And James Gunn's too whimsical. So I, I'm not. I'm I, maybe he'll surprise me. I hope he does. I'm just glad someone's actually, you know, giving Superman a movie. So I'm just happy for that. Uh, Brave and the Bold. I hate the fact that there are two Batmans now. That's mm -hmm. just sat that's saturating the market. Mm -hmm. Um Swamp Thing, the Authority, and Supergirl are all great characters, but why is the why are these phase one characters? Why are we not rolling out the big guns for phase one? Why are the why are we taking phase three and four characters and rolling them out with the rolling them out in the premiere? That I that for the life of me, I, I can't. I got four words out. for that. Ezra Miller. Amber Heard. Facts. Those, I mean, those facts. your your heavy hitters for Justice League. Literally. They're they've uh, had so much toxicity <laughs> added to those movies. <laughs> but I think they're like, you know what? Let's go ahead and step away from that. And let's let's bring in some new blood. Let's bring in something a little that people are not going to associate or compare to anything in the last decade. I guess that's a fair assessment, but it's just like I can't see. I personally, as a longtime DC fan, I love the I love Swamp Thing, but I can't see them hooking a casual viewer with an authority movie. And that's my issue because like, unless you're unless you're a comic book fan, <laughs> you don't even know who the authority is. 
and and the real and and the magic words that are the death knell for every uh for every reboot or remake the authority is being reimagined for modern audiences mm-hmm. so it's not even going to be the authority it's uh, i i you know we'll water down and, what and take might away be a water down casual audience because yeah. the casual yeah. audience wasn't what initially got Avengers their their money. Mm-hmm. That's it true. was your diehard That's fans That's true. making a huge deal about it and being like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. And then their non-geeky friends were like, oh, well, hey, you see what's cool. going <laughs> And that's but, how kind of like the geekdom spread. And I think Mo- DC right now that they, they want that full, they want that clean slate with everything that's gone on, and that may be what saves them. But Marvel had the luxury of having time to build, and DC doesn't have time to build. Marvel DC had the luxury. The Marvel Just had the, like. Marvel didn't have time to build it when they first started. Their first fair movie enough. was a hope and a prayer. That was, it was a uh, hope and a prayer that they were going to get their money back. That was Iron Man, right? Uh, no, Captain America. Captain America. No, Iron Man was first. Iron, Iron Man was the first one, but oh, okay. Captain America. Captain America was the... Yeah, it was Iron Man, Iron Man 2... No, no, no. Iron Man, Cap- Hulk, Iron Man 2, Captain America, Thor, then Avengers. Captain America started the Avengers saga, because he was the first Avenger. <laughs> Captain America first No, he wasn't. Iron Man was. No, but the, no, but what I'm saying is the title of the movie was Captain America First Avenger. It's what started the assembly of the Avengers. It's that, no, it wasn't. It. Iron Man, th- Iron, full Man. Iron Man, very end of it, Nick Fury. That was the beginning. Oh, yeah. And, then we, got, and then we got Natasha you know, I, Iron Man, too. It's been a long time. You're right, my friend. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. And then, <laughs> and, then we got, and then we got Natasha and Iron Man, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And okay. for a second, Thor... Hawkeye came in four, right? Yeah, for like a second. Yeah, yeah I, I'm just saying, I mean, I think it's it's a smart approach to come with a clean slate because like we said, with those first few movies, they really didn't know how that was how that was gonna be received. Mm-hmm. If it would have bombed, we would have never gotten the rest of the films. Yeah. But they were well done, they took the time to do it right, and the fan base brought in the non-fan base. Mm-hmm. Right. That is true. I mean, I, I'll, I'll give you that. I just, I'm, I'm so cynical with DC and how they've handled everything. I just, I, I'll, it's like an, I'll, it's, sorry, I'm stuttering. It's an, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. And well, uh, also uh, about Batman, the brave and the bold. That's also going to be about Batman and Robin specifically about Damian Wayne. What are your thoughts on that? I'm intrigued by it. Because I feel like if they do the um, Batman Brave and the Bold and if they focus on Damien, then they probably will lead into like injustice with uh, a <coughs> playing. What was it, Dick or what was it, Jason? Um, Dick. Yeah, Dick. when they. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was not in. Or was uh, that Tim Drake? No, that was that was Dick. Yeah, it was Dick. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was. Or that was Jason Todd. I thought it was Jason. And Dick was Nightwing. No, it Dick was, was Dick, Dick and Damien. Dick, <clears throat> um, Dick is Nightwing. Tim Drake is Red Robin. Jason Todd's Red Hood. And Jason Todd. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. I have just enough knowledge to know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Um, mm-hmm. Damian Wayne is a very divisive character <clears throat> in the comics. So that's a character they're going to have to handle carefully because he can be a little turd. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how he's going to transfer on the screen. They're going to have to ha- they're going to have to tone him down because what is acceptable on the pages of a comic, the kid will just come off like a little jerk on the screen. Yeah, super- like Not to yeah. the R rating. And if they, Superman, if they take the, R, the R rating, they'll be fine. And yeah. Superman, Batman, Super Sons, one of their new <laughs> movies that came out, um, that came out, um, they portrayed them just right in the animated. So maybe they can, you know, translate them over to live action. Hopefully, yeah, um, because it's like they might have the same problem that they're having with Last of Us, where the kids' True. character isn't translating the way it's supposed to translate on the screen. True. Mm. Uh, I think she translates well. I think it gets back to the, the same issues that I brought up with Boba Fett and other film and um, Halo. Boba Fett. It's not the same adventure you played on your console. It's not the same adventures with your toys in your bedroom. So people are disappointed by that. Yeah, she's a little bit abrasive, but I mean, if you really look at the overall environment, I mean, I'd be abrasive. T- okay, let me phrase that at 14. I was about as abrasive as she is. Um, but... <laughs> You know, it is what it is. And like I said, you throw her, she's literally a, the entire game Last of Us, from what I understand, from <coughs> Xbox and PC Master Race, and it was a PlayStation exclusive, so I never played it. Um, But the game to me, when I, what I've seen of it, and when I've, I had friends that have played the game, it really was just like one giant escort quest. And in a video game, the only but way the- you're going to get someone to finish playing your game is oh, if yes. that person is needy and annoying, not blunt and straightforward. But the character in the game has a Um She was naive. She was a little bit vulnerable, and they and they put her into the mo- the show like she's a street kid, and and I just don't think it's it's the same. Well, and I also think I will on... say, I will say though, I might not like her. It's probably the same reason I loved her in Game of Thrones. Because she was great doing that in Game of Thrones. Like, she was, uh, what, she's Leanna Mormont? And, um, and I loved her in that, but I wasn't expecting her to do that in this show. But once again, in a video game, you are catering to people's need to be a hero. True. Unlike me, who's like, oh, the monster got her. Bye, bitch. Um, you know... (laughs) And I was like, oh, I have to play the rest of the game and save her? Oh, okay. You know, the it's game like the voiceover crazy. from Goodfellas. Cat's the type of person that would root for the villain in the movie. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, but <laughs> someone who feels the need to be a hero and rescue this poor girl. Putting that onto a TV screen for a show or a movie is a really bad misogynistic trope. (laughs) So by giving her that more of a feisty attitude for the show, it works. Because you're just watching it, you're not having to actually interact to be the hero. Right. right, And I think that's part of why it is doing so well with your non-video game playing audience. Well, you have to appeal to them too. So yeah, Yeah. you, you absolutely have to. So yeah, that's true. All right, Sean, All right, what else so, we got? 
Um, okay, right, right back to the um, Raven the Bold thing. There's also been news that um, um, Ben Affleck has been communicating with James Gunn and them, and he's really um, looking forward to working with them in some capacity, maybe directing. What are your thoughts on him actually being the Batman for that movie? What are your thoughts? Maybe. Affleck. I think he's a little long to be playing Batman. Maybe Alfred. Um, yeah, he didn't but... kind of age out of the role. Well, no, because he, he actually aged out of the role. But I mean, Batman is supposed I to be like old. him being on That's board. I, I like him being on, on. I like him more because he knows the source. He's loyal to the source material, and he's been around long enough to have a voice where James Gunn's doing something a little too whimsical with, say, Superman, like I'm afraid of. He'll say, James, might want to dial the whimsy back. This is Clark Kent. And, like, he can kind of look over the shoulder and have the pull to be like, James, you might want to remove that piece or, you know, get rid of this and get rid of that. So I like him being on board because he's kind of like, he'll, he'll kind of be the oracle and, and he can be the go-to to fix any plot holes or anything. So Maybe he'll get to direct that Batman movie that got stolen from him, maybe. <laughs> He's a good director. Maybe. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell you the one thing I hated was that Brave and the Bold cartoon. I had issues with that because that could have been so much better than what it was. Because I thought when it was gonna, I thought when it first came out, it was going to give you more of a darker side of Batman. Find out more of the darker side of him and it ended up being a kiddie show. <laughs> I mean... It was modeled after the Silver Rage. I mean, I mean, it was the Batman that came out. I think after. I think it was afterward. It was afterward, and that's uh, kind of made up for it because you got some dark with that. So I still don't understand why. And it's been on the shelf ever since Tim Burton left the project. They refuse to address death in the family, and that would be such a good Batman movie. And I don't know why they won't just. Well, they did an animation a couple. Yeah, they did it in animation. That's true. Yeah, don't take the live action out of development hell because they've been. I mean, that would be such. You rate that R, and you and you and I guess they touched on it in uh, uh, what was it? Um, Titans too. But I mean, I don't know. I I, I just hung up on dead parents. Every every like five years we get the reboot that starts with oh look there are the wings dead in alley. Stop it, cat. It's like, it's like going to Titanic and saying, <laughs> and then it's oh, like so I wonder who. Wonder how they're gonna start it. Oh, dead parents. And what 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 really on top of that? It's they always go to the Joker. It's like can the Joker rest? The guy's got the best rogues exactly. gallery in comics. Mm-hmm. He's got the best rogues gallery. Yeah. Like, let's get someone other than the Joker. All right. Next, let's move on to picture number four. Give me a second. These are the the shows. First, we have um Waller, which is going to focus around Amanda Waller, played by um Viola Davis. Apparently, she'll be yeah. doing this with um team um Peacemaker. I think the story is going to be something about her being on the run or something like that. I am not sure. 
Um, after that, we got the new Lantern series that's being talked about. It's supposed to be um focused on Hal and John Stewart. And it's going to be like a um true detective type thing. What are your thoughts on those two? Firstly, I'll hear from Cat on that. So, are they doing it live action or animated? This one, I believe, is live action. The Waller Waller is live action and right. live action. I mean, lanterns. I've been waiting for a really a proper lantern series. So, if they bring in John Stewart into the lanterns as his original Blue Lantern, and then how then give us the how Jordan is the green. I think that's going to be a good starting place for a lot of people, because that is what they knew them as originally. And I think with the Lantern Corps, that's is a decent starting place. Um, you know, we're all just going to forget that monstrosity from a while back. Um, do Ryan Reynolds like that? Well, here's the thing: if they would have cast him not as Hal, Mm. then I think Ryan Reynolds. There are other lanterns he definitely could have played that he would have fit the role for. But they yes. were portraying him as Hal Jordan, Maybe and that's Kyle not a Rainer? Hal Jordan personality. Maybe Kyle Rayner back then. That's what I was thinking was was more like a Kyle Rayner. Yeah. But so, I mean, I want to give it a chance because I've been saying for a long time if DC really wants to like fix themselves, yes, start with a Lantern Corps. You've been waiting on that. I have been. Like they finally they finally tuned in and they were like, "Hey, look, this girl says this every yes. week." Maybe yes. we should listen. James Gunn watches this show. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I it's probably like his assistant or like his 16-year-old kid was like, yo, like they keep saying this. Why don't we just do it? What was it gonna do it? I think they've they been listening to Shaw's Yes. Yeah. I think, right. think they've been listening yes. to Shaw's niece. Yeah. They've been listening to her. I do this. I think the lanterns is gonna be disappointing. Uh, it's not going to be in space. It's going to be, be some like space, it's going to be like know? it's going to be like a detective show with a um. I don't know excited about it from when I read hey. the premise. It's going to be John Stewart and Hal Jordan solving mysteries. Well, a mystery. Um, a mystery. I mean, started out a little bit. Uh, Booster Gold again. That's like a Phase Four or Five character. I love the character, but again, why, why now? And I, I just don't understand that decision making. That's James Gunn's off the wall decision making, putting Booster Gold in a Phase One. Um, but again, you know, you know the option. And I think what's Kat up? Said it, and I think Cat said it once before. This is just DC just trying to take a dart and see what freaking sticks is what I think this is. Because and, and I really think that DC, if they look to their fan base, Booster Gold has a big fan base within the DC fans. I know nothing of this character. I know a lot of people yeah. talk about this character. But I make... have no skin in the game, so to speak. Yeah. It does make um, a little sense since we are since the Unblue Beetle movie. Will be after the reboots. And understand too the thing with Booster and the thing with Booster, Booster's been involved currently with DC Animated. He was in Brave and the Bold. He was in Justice League. He he, he's been in a lot of animated things. Um, and Blue Beetle's supposed to be his guy. So we'll see how that works. I mean, he's a 
I also think that he's a time traveler, and given that there's a certain yeah, actor who plays the Flash that they're going to have trouble with the uh, time travel angle with because he's probably going to end up getting arrested again. Um, Booster Gold might be the stopgap for that because he might be he might be assuming a lot of the Flash's duties until they can figure out what the hell to do with the property after this movie drops. Don't do Ezra like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, as he might, he might not even be on this universe with us. So he, when he comes back, he can deal with me. Oh man, but that's a good point because you could take this flash timeline and use it to prepare to boost the gold story. Because basically, he was just a, a guy in the future who came back to to the past to be a hero, and he stole this suit from the future. So you can quite possibly tie that in to his series and then introduce him. Mm-hmm. All right, the last thing on the list is um, Paradise Island, a.k.a. the Wonder Woman-ish show. What are y'all thoughts on that and whatever that's going to be? Yeah. It all depends with Wonder Woman, though. If it ain't Gal, I don't know. Um, I don't I don't think it's Gal. And the way yeah. the show presents itself... Or the way I the way I perceived it is it's like Game of Thrones but with Wonder Woman, like Wonder Woman with like Amazons. Yeah. Long as they keep, long as they so keep like that traditional damn. Amazons, like all the men are enslaved and women only have one breast. What? Women are just dead. I think it's just the Diana's Amazons. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no. What? No one's no one's getting snoo snooed to death. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's just what. Were you just quoting yeah. Futurama? Or something? Yeah, that's just yeah. That's, yeah, that's what the Amazon really were. Yeah, yeah. What? In, 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 in what? Yeah. Oh my Death gosh. By that's just wrong. Well, it was a survival tactic because you could get your bow back further without any resistance. Yeah. If you're a busty lady. That's just disrespectful. Well, and they the other. So and the, the so other the, boobs all went to total recall land. <laughs> That's just wrong. Say a minute it's a woman has the gift of being fully endowed like that. One of them gotta go. I mean, oh my yeah, gosh. I mean, you know, honestly, have you ever have you ever drawn a bow? I mean, it it they are kind of in the way. I, I mean. I have drawn a bow before, but but you don't I, have anything in the way. I don't, but, but like, still, as a man, I draw I, a bow. Like technically, I stop here, so I have resistance. Right. You right. know. Still, though, as a man, that just hurts my feelings. So everyone is going to be Brie Larson in this show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to see where it goes. Um, I mean, Gal, you too, right? Ambrose. I gotta do that one, man. I gotta do that one. <laughs> oh my gosh! Everybody gonna be everybody gonna look like the number one in, the, in, their, in their outfit. Oh my gosh, man! I mean, listen, I like Gal in the role, but I mean, I wasn't like so like. Oh my god, she's the only person that can do it. Right. Like, I mean, let's let's throw another actress in there. Like, I'm game. Let's see who can do it. I, I liked Gal in the role, but let's face it, she wasn't the best actress. I mean, she she they 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 did the right thing with her by minimalizing her dialogue and maximizing her action. And I, and I feel like, like I'm gonna need an Ambrose top ten. She's also she's also was kind of close to Linda 
in stature yes. and look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the main reason why she got it. Well, um, I think that's the main reason that people liked her as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because she was so it close went back to, to Linda, Linda Carter days. So I mean, they, they liked her to the point where they made all the other Amazons change their accent to an Israeli accent to keep Gal Gadot in the movie. So, I mean, she did something right when, when, when she auditioned. So, man, the one, the, the, the one breast thing still is hurting my feelings. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Well, so Matt Leshner, Jessica Parker, Kennedy, and Rick Cousinet are going to be appearing in, in the flash. Um, now is this the season finale? At some point, yeah. I mean, they just okay. mixed it now. Um, there are some pictures of Matt Ledger that we'll see later, but yeah. So at some point, maybe a finale, maybe earlier. All right. Um, speaking of the Flash movie, um, can you want to put picture number seven for the new Flash film Funko Pops for all the collectors out there? Like me. Our first look at the villain, the Dark Flash. We can keep that Irish rest down down the street. Keep that thing down the street. Um, one of the Barry Allens needs to be choke slamming Iris West in an Iceland bar. Um, that needs that needs to happen uh, for it to be movie realistic. Other than that, I think they look pretty good. And that Supergirl need to go too. That should have been. That should be Melissa. And I don't care what y'all say. I don't yeah. care what y'all say. Why that Supergirl and have no a disrespect, cut? And no disrespect to Sasha Kylie. <laughs> you know, I haven't really seen her act per se, um, and I'm quite sure she's a fine actress. But I'm sorry, and Shaw, you know this. Melissa will always be my Supergirl. Always. Mm-hmm. Always. All right. What do we have going on for Super Bowl, Shaw? Yes, we have a bunch of trailers. Um, that we're gonna get picture number twelve, please. Let's talk about the trailers we're getting. All right, so we have a list of the trailers we're gonna get for the Super Bowl. Um, Fast um X. Fast X. Yeah. They gonna kill that thing. <laughs> that thing needs to crash and burn fast. Oh, it's like How to Kill a Teenager. I mean, Final Destination. Uh, um, I think <laughs> the last one. I think I'm telling you. Oh. One more I'm telling you, old and the angry. We need to just get a fleet of Oldsmobiles. The old and the angry. There you go. Those are the of the Galaxy and Ant Man and the Wasp. We'll get trailers for those. We have one for the Flash. We're also getting one for the Super Mario Brothers. We're gonna <laughs> for the Little Mermaid. We'll see if that's good or not. Get one for Scream Six. Another one for the Dungeon Dragons movie, which I don't think we need. Yeah, it's gonna bomb. It's fine. Who asked for it? Eh, well, we'll so see. we all asked for it. Dungeons and Dragons fans asked for it until Hasbro got greedy. Mm, Once gotcha. Hasbro got greedy, and we could have a whole entire show about me talking about the OGL and the shenanigans that Hasbro tried to pull. But ultimately, Dungeons and Dragons fans put our money where our mouth is, literally. We started pulling subscriptions and they saw how quickly they were losing money. So they backtracked a little bit and said, oh, maybe this was a bad idea. But most of us are still, we're, we're still pretty salty. And so we're like, yeah, you know what? Uh, you don't need my money. Yeah. Spe- 
Speaking of Hasbro, we're also getting a Transformers Mars of the Beast trailer. Looking forward to that. We're going to a Pixar Elemental trailer, which I'm kind of interested in. We're going to get the trailer for that new James Bond movie. Not James Bond, Indiana Jones. Anyone interested in that? Because I mean, Dial of Destiny is this? Is this like is the dial on his airplane that he keeps crashing? Damn! No, it's <laughs> it's his lost it's his lost remote. <laughs> He's eighty in the retirement home at this point, and the remote Damn. is his dial of destiny, and he lost it, and someone Damn. stole his TV guide. He got a whole movie. Not TV guide. <laughs> he got a whole movie based on that. Damn! You sure it's not that he has like the he has like the, the little the kid from um Temple of Doom. Telling him to go up and change the channel manually with the old school TV. Like, click, 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 click. <laughs> click, 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 Jones. Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones. Apparently they're having uh apparently they're having problems with that movie though. Apparently they're reshooting again. Sure. Uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge is not testing well. Uh, I'm I for, I for one am shocked. Um but yeah, they're having they're having some uh, uh, the movie's not testing well, and they keep mm. having they're 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 doing a lot of um, behind the scenes uh, doctoring on it. Mm. And I think one of the problems with Indiana Jones, and I'll, you can talk about all the fundamental problems that came with Crystal Skull. We all know those problems. We're not going to even get into that. Yeah, is that when you went to see an Indiana Jones movie or you watched it back when they had the original three, all of those stunts were real. And that scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark actually has stunned by the truck, put himself up, climb on the side of the truck, on, dude getting thrown out of the truck. All of that was real. And now it's CGI and it just doesn't have the same feel to it. Well, I mean, it doesn't really, have the same really sense of danger. I really think this is just a way for Harrison <laughs> to pay the Los Angeles County for his most recent project. <laughs> 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 Last thing we talked um, about are the Marvels, Creed 3, and John Wick. Are you interested in those? I'm getting is, to the point. I could care less about the Marvels. Is the Marvels the one that Brie Larson got demoted on? Wasn't that, mm, supposed, yeah, to be her, wasn't that supposed to be her sequel? Yeah. I mean, then they added the other two. Only reason why I want to see it is because of Photon mm-hmm. or Spectrum. I'm sorry. Either way, call her today. Way. That's the only reason I why st- I won't see it. I still say that she should have been Captain Marvel instead of Carol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she was for a minute. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, when they decided to push um a superhero for a female movie. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Made yeah, yeah. Carol yeah. Captain Marvel instead of making, you know, Monica. So at the time, no one cared about Carol. She was only remembered at that at that moment because um she was the reason Rogue was awesome. Right. No, Monaco was actually in the Avengers at the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've got some fun and kind of exciting news coming out of HBO Max. So earlier we discussed HBO Max had canceled a bunch of shows, including Westworld. Velma. No, we don't. We don't utter that name here. We don't say that don't name. That, that name, name is blasphemous here. That name is blasphemy. Yeah, we, we don't, don't that name mention cloud. that name. We don't have the omitted gall to mention that name. So, but some of the shows, such as Westworld, that were being canceled off of HBO Max because the of their popularity, are now going to be picked up by Warner Brothers Discovery. Oh, good. 
I, mean, I think it's I. probably because, you know, their audience really likes the sex and violence aspect of Westworld. So they know that they've got an audience for that. Westworld was right. So it was good to see it yeah. got saved. I also heard tell that um, a lot of the shows are getting option to Tubi, which is free. So Somebody told me that the other day. Uh, so Tubi, the, the ads are kind of a pain, but if you really want to see some of the content we will see it yeah 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 you, you can totally like have an 80s cartoon movie marathon cartoon marathon on tubi easy yeah but just be prepared to be disappointed at all the things we didn't notice as children i'm still trying to uh, hey when one woman when Lynn, when one woman was picking up all those dudes in the show you know as a boy you ain't look at it then but as a grown-ass man you definitely look at it now no, 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 I'm not even like the cartoons. Like GI Joe, there's there's a several scenes where the dog's not in the jeep, then the dog is in the jeep. These are things you didn't know when you were five. Oh, oh, oh that you talking about that? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You talking about legitimate stuff? I'm talking about dude yeah. stuff. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm, no, oh. I'm like, like like legit stuff you didn't notice. I'm sorry. Um, now talking about stuff like that though, the cartoon mask, mm-hmm. and then I'll get us back on track here in just a sec. Um, as an adult. All of that kid's shenanigans. I'm like, who didn't lock him up for Facts. the sake of operational continuity and safety? Because Facts. every conflict they had with the other side was because that little shit was somewhere where he wasn't supposed to be doing shit he wasn't supposed to do. Facts. See, I thought you were talking about like Danger Mouse where they're on the airplane. Ooh, and, you know, all the stewardesses are hanging out with Penfold and Danger Mouse. And Danger Mouse looks at Penfold and says, like, keep your pecker up, Penfold. That's what I thought you were talking about. No, no. I was watching that. With... Stuff that legitimately <laughs> as an adult will annoy you. But none of us paid enough attention as kids to even notice it. I love Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse is cool. Danger Mouse. All right. So back <laughs> to HBO Max. Um, so another thing that HBO Max actually has is they're actually retaining streaming rights to a number of dc films including the dark knight trilogy there was some talk that that was going to get pulled as part of the warner brothers discovery deal but it looks like hbo max was able to retain that somebody I, need to retain justice league and justice league unlimited somebody need to retain them yeah and that yeah. may still be in in talks um we just haven't heard on those so we'll just keep our fingers crossed right yeah you can't right. take my justice league away from me for some damn velma <laughs> We don't say that name. We don't I'm give sorry. that name out here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> the more people talk about it, the more the shows they're going to give I brought my own rule. I'm sorry, y'all. Don't talk about Bruno over here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we've got a little bit more Marvel news. See, see that's what happens. You start she's who else shall not be named. The microphone just starts cutting out. Yeah, it is cut out on us. Yeah, <laughs> you hear what you said. It cut out on us. All right. Um, so Ryan Gosling is rumored to possibly be joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe for a role in the upcoming Fantastic Four movie reboot. Um, I'm not sure as who. I'm not sure how I feel about it. What are you I'm guys trying to think find out who will be a visible girl? That's what I'm trying to. That's all I want to know. I mean, I don't know what to think of the franchise as a whole at all because they're on like their tenth director. Mm-hmm. I think they're on like their fiftieth rewrite. So I mean, I don't really know. For some reason, when it comes to Fantastic Four, whoever handles property just can't. 
Um, and it, it's it's just I, I don't. But if Gosling is is in fact going to be a part of it, I don't see him being anybody at his age except for Reed Richards. I mean, he's too old to be Johnny Storm. I wouldn't take him seriously as Doctor Doom. I mean, maybe Ben Grimm. He'd be Ben Grimm or Reed Richards. That that would be that would be where I'd put him if he was in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But I mean, if if right. Go go ahead, Ambrose. Oh, I was gonna say if like Ryan Gosling was Doctor Doom and he told me he was gonna take over the world, I'd be like, all right, Pee Wee. (laughs) <laughs> go have a seat all right sure have a i'll seat. be with you in a minute <laughs> <laughs> all right you want to go ahead and pull up <coughs> which one um picture number 10 we've got some news from revolve involving eddie murphy we do hold on, hold on. No, it's not oh god what happened now i don't think we gave me that one so um donkey Should we pick with Donkey on it from Shrek? You're almost there. Uh-uh, I don't have it. You sure? So- no, there it is. There yeah, it is. There it is. I-, I don't know how I feel about that. This gets back to those concepts of as funny as Donkey was, I don't feel he's a strong enough character to be a standalone for a spinoff. Donkey was nothing without Donkey was nothing without Shrek. This is cut. This is cut to the chase. Mm-hmm. Donkey was nothing without Shrek. Yeah, like Donkey was good with one-liners, but all those one-liners were being fed to him from Shrek. Exactly. Exactly. And it's kind of like when in the '90s, when all those Saturday Night Live characters were getting movies, and it was like, you know, what was it? Stuart saves his family, and it was like, all right, it was funny for five minutes, but now we're going on ninety minutes, and this is just sad. Can someone? to end this i i i just i want to go home like <laughs> it's uh and i already am home so i don't even know where i want to be i just don't want to be near my tv right now this might um, be eddie trying to do, this might might be eddie trying to be like that the actress of the show that shall not be named to try to make something into fruition so that he could get another check <laughs> i mean that's me sorry oh go ahead Simon. Uh, I guess he like saw the success of Puss in Boots and then wanted in on like his own. But they, even though Puss in Boots was like basically uh, Zorro, just in cat form. <laughs> but but Puss in Boots is a fairy tale with a series of stories to draw from. True. Yeah. yeah. Donkey. Okay. Yeah. Like, like I say, you know it's. The same donkey was manufactured specifically for Shrek. I don't see that working out so well. Me neither. I mean, it, yeah, it, 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 again, it's like when you gave those second rate Saturday Night Live characters movies in the 90s and it just didn't work. Hey, hold up now. Hold up, man. We ain't gonna see him disrespect Gumby. I'm Gumby, damn it. I'm gonna be it. <laughs> All right. <Now. laughs> more MCU news, and then we're gonna get on to some anime news. Um, so Seller and Michelle Geller is slamming the MCU fans for hating on female MCU movies. I female. Sarah Michelle Geller, I need you to hear me out, girl. 
Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me do this cat. Let me do this cat. Let me do this cat. Okay, okay. So, girl, I need you to hear me out here. MCU fans only hate on these movies because they are trash. Amen. Coming from a woman who reads comics. Talk to him, cat. Talk to him. These female movies are trash. Give to the building fun. They're trying to make them something that they are not. Female comic book characters were not ever designed 100% as a women's empowerment movement. That is what they're trying to do with some of these female characters. And it's not working. Not all of them are horrible. I mean, like I said, Wanda is great. The WandaVision show is fabulous. Agreed. Wasp is amazing. Yeah, there are just some of these characters that we can't care about because they're not giving us a reason to care about them. Right. Like, you know, they just came out with a new comic, which is about Blade's daughter. I've picked it up. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. But if they ever tried to put that on the big screen, I would beg that they didn't. Because they're not going to stick true to the story. Yeah, mess it up. And and this is a huge problem now. Because you cannot say anything is bad anymore. I, I oh, firmly I, I firmly believe that they sit in the studio and they say, like, someone's going to say, hey, man, this movie sucks. And it's like, it's okay. We'll just blame misogynists. I'll and, tell it. you know, you, you don't, well, it won't be a bad movie. It'll be review bombers and misogynists and it'll be fine. I'll and nothing gets a bad, and I'm not, I'm not saying those people don't exist. But I'm saying it's a cop out a lot of the time. Like cat saying Captain Marvel was review bombed and it was it was a victim of misogyny. No, Captain Marvel sucked. I'm sorry, your movie sucked. Your movie made a, almost a billion dollars because it was a required reading for Endgame. That's it. It was a terrible movie on its own, and that's why your sequel's gonna suck, and that's why your franchise is gonna end. Yeah, and uh, with the Black Widow movie, Black Widow was a very well liked character. She was a very <laughs> character. But they ended up holding off on that movie for so long because they wanted to rush into Endgame. And they treated Taskmaster. And they treated Taskmaster like they treated Deadpool in X Men Origins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, more or less. Gender swapped him. They gender swapped him. They made him like Taskmaster was like anti Deadpool. And they just, Mm -hmm. it wasn't wasn't Taskmaster. Nope. It, It was like. Not so much. It's not so much that we hate on the female characters. It's what you've done with the female characters that you present to us is the issue that we have. Um, and why is she talking trash anyway? How long is it? She hasn't been relevant for how long? Personally, well, I. She's trying to become re relevant because yeah. now she's in the Teen Wolf series. Yeah. Which I saw a commercial for trash. <laughs> I, yeah, I personally think she's been hanging out with Freddie Prinz, enjoying the good life, and I think she's got that like second wind. I want to make a comeback uh, hype in her right now, and she's going to come out and uh, talk about the hot button topics and try to like, hitch on to someone's star and get into someone's movie. Um, because I think she's itching to get back to work again because she hasn't been doing much. Or she's been living the happy life. I mean, she's been yes. an ignorant bliss. Her, Freddie, hanging out in their house. In Mexico. Doing nothing. Yeah. In Mexico, just being themselves. But she wants to get back into it. And it's a much different game now than it was when she left. And I think she's yes. going to find that. Yes. 
All right, so pictures number eight and nine for One Piece. Boo. I mean, Boo. at least with this one, I can see One Piece being a decent, if they do it right, <coughs> it has the potential to be a decent live action adaptation. This had me crazy, but I'm just not crazy about One Piece. Maybe that's just. Well, neither am I. You know, I ain't in the big crazy. Anybody here crazy about One Piece? No, uh, really. No. I mean, I have no opinion one way or the other. I've read the manga. I've never seen the anime, so I don't. I don't have an opinion one way or another on that. I do know Netflix is desperate to have one of these properties catch on, and for their oh, sake, it's it better. And speaking of Netflix, screw you, Netflix, with all this password sharing bull and junk. You're, yeah. about to, you're about to lose about a million customers from your fan base because of it. All well, if I, all if, did on the same well, network in the same William, house. Though, hear me out here. Yes, they're going to lose people watching shows, but are they necessarily going to lose money? And hear me yep. out on this. Because, and I understand it for multiple sides of, of things. Um, that's part of why Netflix is stopping the password sharing. The accounts have to be connected to a home internet. Yep, yep. And if the device hasn't logged into that internet in over 30 days, it could potentially be blocked. Yep. Um, and they're going to require that those devices be verified by the account holder. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways they're also going to be so... verified in my household, inside my house at any given point in time, I have three Xboxes two phones and two computers that could be potentially watching Netflix. They're all in my home, in my area, but one of the other ways that they track that is through the IP, your IP address. So they're also going to find that they're going to run into certain complications because there are so many home internets now that are 100% wireless. And those are... So what are... Keep it going, guys. I'll be right back. Uh, What are they going to do, though, for people... What are they going to do for people that are like traveling salesmen, armed forces, people that don't spend that much time in their house? Um, so are they just not going to be able to log in? For- okay, so the military actually has a special process for that. And once again, you just have to check in at your home location every 30 days. So if you're active duty military and you go TDY and you're gone with your laptop watching Netflix for like four weeks and you come home, you re you, you use your device in your home location, no harm, no foul. Um, plus a lot of times military actually have to have their IPs on their bases. They have to have special accesses granted. Um, people who are traveling salesmen though, same thing. At some point in time in that 30 days, you have to log in using that device at your home. Um, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be tricky. Um, they're gonna run into a lot of complications with it initially. Um, but it's not, here's the catch though. It's not something that all all other streaming services aren't already doing. Hulu, Amazon. At the end of the day, it's a business, and they have to make sure they're making their money. And I, I totally agree with that. But I think for the extenuating circumstances, like like the examples I cited, 
I think this will scare away a lot of those travelers. And for every no. fraudulent account, you're going to lose a couple of, of travelers. You're going to lose a couple of travelers every 30 days. Um, I mean, it's just realistically, you're going to lose some good customers along with the fraudulent ones that you're trying to weed out. Uh, so I don't, it's going to be difficult for them. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Well, and, and I mean, at the end of the most... day, I do agree with it. If I own them, I do the same thing. I want my money. But, you know, it, well, it's, it it's going to be into regulatory compliance. So Netflix has talked about wanting to try to offer a live service. If they're going to offer a live service, they are then regulated by the FCC, who then regulates what content is available in what areas. So, for example, I couldn't be visiting my family if I'm using, say, uh, Hulu Live with no with no commercials, whatever. And I'm in California. It's going to pick up a California IP, and I'm going to only be able to watch local channels and local times frames there for live I would not be able to get my Texas news channels on live from a California IP address so that's also uh, where they may be planning for the future if they are going to eventually end up bringing on some sort of live service because the FCC very strictly regulates that and that's why yeah. IP address, why the sharing is such a big deal I mean, I think if they really want to nip something in the bud, they have to do what YouTube's been doing to Twitch, and they have to get these e-girls that just eat sushi and watch Netflix content for six hours on end and have, like, <laughs> 500,000 viewers watching them eat sushi and watch Netflix. That's costing them a lot more money than someone borrowing my password. On Kik, too. You know, I mean, you know, Pokemon costs Netflix a lot of money. They can't blame you sushi and watch Netflix. I mean, you know, I don't know if it's, but I mean, it's, you know, oh, Pokemon someone borrowed password. You, you cutting up really bad, John. Shit, I think my headphones are old. I think I'm due for a new pair. I'm sorry about that. Um, you did but uh, yeah, like Pokemon probably costs Netflix more money than anybody who I lend the, the password to. Because one of her things is she watches content and just eats food. And people give her money for it for some reason. I don't even know. How am I broke? Back. Like, how do I have no money? It boggles my mind. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I think they need to YouTube crack down on it, but a lot of the other streaming services, like you, you log on to Twitch right now, you'll find any one of any people watching Hulu, Netflix, uh, any streaming service, and they're just they're just watching it, and that's that's content. Just someone watching, yeah. True that, and 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 I just want to say, speaking of watching, I just want to remind people that everybody needs to watch our sponsors. The first sponsor they need to watch is this one, ShadowAnime.com, your one-stop shop for all your geek and anime mer merchandise needs. Head on over there and use Geek <clears throat> but, but Geek Gauntlet Five for five percent off your total order. Order so definitely head on over to ShadowAnime.com, your one-stop shop for geek. And anime merchandise. Um, and Help then us our, pay next for our Netflix sponsor, subscriptions. Yes. And then our next sponsor is right behind Cat Laser.gg. Give us money. We because <laughs> we pretty. 
Yes. Well, like I said, for those, you get cards just, you know, by watching our show. Just by watching our show, you get cards. So head on over to Blizzard.gg. Shaw's card. Shaw's got the best card. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely head on over and check it It doesn't even cost you money to start collecting our cards. Mm-mm. Nope. Collect for free. Head on, head on over there. <clears throat> Laser.gg. All right. Let's go ahead and keep this show moving on. What we got next, guys? All right. Pick number 11. If I got this right. Which one is this? Not the who? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So there, there's been some conflict in the doc, in the Hoover, so to speak, um, with the new writers. Um, there's some talk that the new writers really don't understand the show or how to write for it because they don't actually like TV. And they weren't they didn't actually like have a a fandom within those writers for the Hoovers. <laughs> um I mean, we'll just have to see when it comes out. Um I definitely can see where Doctor Who could be a little trickier to write for if you don't have the lore behind you. Um, Shaw, you're another Whovian. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, that's probably why the whole Joey Whitaker seasons were bad. I mean, it got a little better as they went forward, but it's still considered the worst, se- the worst series. You know, I mean, so yeah, I mean, a little better writing, a little actual care behind it could go a long way. That should be like a prerequisite of anybody working on the show. You have to like have some type of history with it. But they're not being encouraged to anymore, though. Mm. They're not being encouraged to. Mm. People that are hired as Marvel writers, people that are hired as DC writers, are not being encouraged to go to the source material anymore. Mm. They want to create with modern audiences. And that may be why people took so much issue with Julie Whitaker is because her Doctor Who, when it talked about lore, it was only things that her character had ever talked about. Yeah. Um, with the other Doctors, they talked about lore that happened all the way back as far as the PBS days. And, like, Chidmill didn't hire any writers who've done Doctor Who before. And a lot of them didn't even do science fiction before. So, like... Well, yeah, right there, used to doing science fiction before. Mm-hmm. I should know, sure, but I don't, I don't even think this is a problem with Doctor Who. I think it's, it's a problem across the board. Um, because writing is supposed to be you write what you know. And a lot of writers coming up now and a lot of writers getting these gigs, they don't know anything. They don't know how life works. They don't. A lot of them have gone through university. They've They've never had to struggle. They've never had to figure out how to pay a bill. They've never had adversity. And you have a room full of people who have never actually lived. They've gone from cattle in their family to fancy school to fancy school to landing a job. Did you find it? You and you don't, it? Have, you don't have the people like me, Kat, William. You don't have one of us in there to say, no, this is how people talk to each other. This is, what is this? What are you writing? And no one knows anything anymore. And that's why you have this wooden dialogue and these stupid stories. And, and that's why, because the 
only way they know how to control the story now is to go with diversity and inclusion. And you say, hey, what's the show about? Well, it's really diverse. All right, that's awesome. I love diversity. So, so what, what, what do you got going on with plot? Oh, well, it's really inclusive. That's cool, cool. We got diversity and inclusion. Okay, so, so what's the story going to be? What are you writing? Well, it's going to be really inclusive and diverse. Okay, well, you're throwing the buzzwords around here, buddy, but you're not, not giving me anything to make me want to watch the show. So what are yeah, but that, we didn't even see and that with Doctor Who so much because, especially since it's British writing, British writing is a little bit different. <coughs> and I'm going to say really honestly, like when you're talking about social issues, they're way ahead of where we are here in the States. True that. Um, they are. They are. I'll, I'll give you that. But you really have to have someone who has written Scythe at a minimum, I would say, because you can research, right? You can research what you're writing. You can get, but if you don't understand sci fi, that's like trying to write like scientific journals with no yeah. science background, with like a liberal arts degree. That's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like you can even, even in the news, you can even see like when an old newsroom would work and someone would be stuck on an article and they'd be like, hey, Carl, didn't you cover this three weeks ago? Can you come over here and help this person out? They don't have that. They don't have Carl anymore. They have a bunch of 20 to 30 somethings because they can't cheat. They're looking at it as a run to step on to step to the next level because they don't want to be writers full time. So they don't care about the source material. Right. <laughs> yeah. So... They don't care about what they're writing about. Now, so here's it's, it's, you know, I kind of want to keep it rolling here a little bit. And yeah, John, you're <laughs> pretty bad. Yeah, um, bring, bring it pretty sorry. bad. <clears throat> All right. So we have some new news about a new Bad Boys 4 announcement um, with Will boy, Smith and Martin boys. Lawrence. What's he going to do? Um, I, am I the only person that feels the same way about this that we all felt about Fast 10 and some of these other movies where we just kind of feel like y'all are out of your prime and give it up? I feel like the franchise just needs to die. Just like, mm -hmm. yeah, go throw it in the landfill or something. Like, just stop. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of my complaint. I don't know about you guys. I know we've talked about it a little bit. Is to me, entertainment feels like they're literally just recycling the same thing over and over. Like, there's you're not seeing a lot of new original ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, there was a show I, I mentioned earlier, the Hulu original, which actually is kind of a fun concept um, that we're going to talk about. I think we're going to try and talk about it a little bit next week if everyone can get a chance to watch a couple episodes of um, Extraordinary. Um, but it's really hard to go out there and find good content that isn't just the same old recycled trash, in my opinion. Trash. I, I think the only way Bad Boys 4 would work for me is if they have the opening scene and like Martin Lawrence and Will Smith do the thing where they like do the funny dance and they hug and then Chris Rock comes out of nowhere and just knocks Will Smith out and gets in the car with Martin Lawrence and then Matt Stark hurts <laughs> the movie. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I would you love know. to have <laughs> Alright. We got some news in the world of Tomb Raider. William, you know, oh, God, movie, you know, I'm still hurt by what you told me, cat. I'm not sure who they're casting in all of this and if they will need a suit with latex boobies. But um, Amazon is going to be planning a Marvel style Tomb Raider universe that's going to span over 
video games, TV shows, and films. Man, I'm still hurt by what you told me with um Angelina Jolie. Okay. That 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 that's another thing that just crushed me as a man. Trust me. Here's All right, Will. What I... Hey, what's up, man? Good to have you here. Good to have you. I really can't for the life of me figure out. And I keep asking this question. No You're really cutting out, my friend. I still the same. You might have a short maybe or something. Yeah. Yeah, you might have a short in your wire somewhere. That's what it sounds like. Uh uh. No, I can't hear it. No. Do you have Couldn't another set of headphones that you can use? Alright, I'm using the speakerphone. Speaker no, there's something going on with his feed. Yeah, something going on with the feed itself. I'm gonna um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna log you out and log back in. Let's see if that fixes it. Okay? Or try right. try not bringing up the live camera. Yeah, let's try coming in with the, just the audio. Just the audio. Okay. While he's doing that, we're going to go ahead and just hop over to a little bit of gaming news really quick. Um, so IGN has heard from multiple sources that Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo won't be part of E3 2023 or have a presence in the Los Angeles Convention Center show floor. Um, now, do we think this may possibly be a result of the fact that they really didn't make that many games for their next-gen consoles, and everything's a little bit in a standstill right now? What do you guys think? I feel like it's, like, the end of E3 as of now, because it's, like, there's no more... Everyone is doing their own thing. Like, PlayStation has their own, like, uh... What's it called? Uh, I just watched a few of their... Like, a PlayStation Access. Not Access, but, like, a showroom for them. Like, Mm -hmm. every few months... And then same with like Nintendo Direct, and then now with Microsoft having their own Xbox thing, it's just you can just watch on YouTube now. There's no point in waiting mm-hmm. for, for like uh, E3 to come out with their whole stick of oh, watch this panel for this day, or watch this panel for next day, or so and so. I agree. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, state of play. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, and this is something that I I noticed early on, um, and I think we all remember, like, when the next-gen consoles, the PS5s and the Xbox One X and S came out, you couldn't even get your hands on a console. Mm-hmm. So, because all the scalpers and scammers had bought all of them, the normal human beings that actually buy the video games to play on these consoles couldn't get the consoles, so the few games that were originally designed just for those... Is that better? Sorry to interrupt. Say something again. Is that better? Testing. It's, it's still choppy. Yeah, it's still kind of choppy. Yeah. All right. Um. So you have these consoles that no one can get their hands on, but you have like these games you put all this money into to make them for these consoles. Right. And fortunately, they were all reverse compatible to the the prior systems. Mm-hmm. But I really think the video game manufacturers took a hit. For about two years because all of these games that they had in development for these these next-gen consoles no one could buy them because no one had next-gen consoles true um 
because I know you're hearing a lot of these gaming studios aren't even talking about anything next gen and until like their next gen consoles are starting to come out until like 2024 2025 um so you know it's it's the struggle it's real you know it's sad that like we don't or because of like how the playstation 5 was announced and xbox like series x and all that was announced and people just bought it all up and like scalping i guess or scamming that type of stuff now that we have like the next gen coming on like two or three more years is it's probably going to, i feel like it's going to start all over again you know like we're going to continuously buy this stuff and it's just like i won't be able to get my hands on one yeah and and like i mean i just got my xbox one x mm. like, i just got my ps5 like a few months like ago. A week ago yeah mm. um and even then, there were still supply chain issues with it. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to order my my Xbox since November. Like, I'd get ready to order it and be like, okay, okay, let me go and order it. And I go, get into my cart and I go to order it. And it'd be <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of the same way. Now, am I kind of excited for some of the games that are coming down the pipe? Yes. Um, the new Bioshock game, Bioshock 4, I'm really excited about. Um, I actually follow on Patreon. I follow um, American McGee for the next Alice in Madness game. And because that's being produced out of China, there have been all kinds of setbacks for that. So they're talking right now 2024 for the release of that, which I'm super excited about. But I'm like, all right, which console is it going to be playable on? Mm-hmm. So. All right. So we still talking. I just want to say about two later. I just want to say, I just want to say real quick, Janae just sent me the funniest thing. Well, she didn't send it; she tagged me. She just tagged me in the funniest thing. Hell, man! <laughs> Funny. Look at, look at Raphael, man. <laughs> man. You're killing me, Janae. You're killing me. Oh. Oh. Man, Chip Short is doing a pandemic him hard. Yeah, it, it really yeah. did. It really did. But it's finally caught up to the man. That is so true, Andrew. Thank yeah. You. Oh, oh my yeah. Gosh. And all of that, like, I completely understand that. Um, But I just, I really feel that it caused video games. Because, okay, I was still buying video games. But because I knew they were reverse compatible. Right. If they hadn't been reverse compatible, I wouldn't have bought any games. You might have stopped. You might have stopped at PS3 and been done. Yeah, I would have been like, yeah. you know what? Let me go back and replay my old games because I still like those. There you go. Um, there but you go. That, that that Cyberpunk and that 60 FPS is pretty nice, though. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one, oh, why? Why are you doing this to me? We just, we literally just talked about this TV world, Hollywood. Why? Why are you doing this? The reboot of Matlock is coming back to CBS with Kathy Bates. Is it Harrison Ford? No, Kathy Bates. Oh. Which I like Kathy Bates. (laughs) I just don't know how I feel about them rebooting Matlock. I'm like, that. It's kind of done, right? Like, mm-hmm. why are we rebooting? 
the same. If you're gonna reboot something with Kathy Bates, reboot reboot uh, Murder She Wrote with Kathy Bates. Why are you gonna reboot Matlock? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, it, it's one of those things. Like, depending upon how they do it, like with the way they did Quantum Leap, I'm not mad at it. But a lot of these other shows, in my opinion, when they're the way they're bringing them back is okay. So for for Andrew, for our audience, what is Matlock? Matlock was a show about an a smooth talking attorney who solved cases in the course of and not just like proving his client's innocence or guilt. Like he was doing the job of the local police. The sheriff department, the FBI, the ATF, the CIA, <coughs> cracking these pieces wide open, and he was like eighty. Yeah, and he, he had a bridge. Na- he had a bridge named after him in The Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> and so it's very much, it's very much your grandma's TV show. Um, I mean, it was my grandma's TV show back when it was on regular the first time. Um. So, I mean, maybe they're trying to keep it, bring it back for something for the older generation. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know how many seasons you're going to get for that older generation. I'm just going to throw that out there. I think Matlock needs to be like Christopher Walken. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Like, the, the oh. whole thing. It, I just don't know how they're gonna do it. Like that's like bringing back in the heat of the night. Like there are just certain things you don't do. In the heat of the night. <laughs> Didn't they try to bring back Miami Vice and it was like no, like we don't do um, that. Like it, we can't do that. There wasn't enough cocaine <coughs> to bring back Miami Vice. They tried, right. but there was not enough cocaine. Look, hear me out here, okay? This is gonna be an out of the box thought. Miami Vice, but with cocaine bear. <laughs> yes, I will probably I will watch it. <laughs> the other thing too, though, is I don't think like Miami Vice in the eighties. Like Miami was this cool city. Now, when you think of Florida in general, you just think of Florida man, and all the ridiculousness that comes out of Florida. So I think that's another reason why maybe the show didn't didn't kick off as well. Not enough cocaine. And, okay. and you couldn't write anything stranger than what actually happens in Florida. No, Sorry, you can't. Florida. You know. Florida needs to be a comic book. All right. So we got some news on it from some more of our streaming services here. Um, Hulu's new King of the Hill revival is going to be coming from 20th Television Animation. And the series co-creator, original co-creators Mike Judge and Greg Daniels. Um... It might have hope to bring back propane and propane accessories. Yes. Yes. I would like to hear him talk about propane and propane accessories and uh, what's it called? What was his favorite uh, football team? Cowboys. Yeah. Well, oh, poor Cowboys. <laughs> it's not a logo. It's a rating. Or when he's doing the, the puppet show for Luann, I'll sell popcorn and popcorn accessories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I think that there's a special place on TV for King of the Hill. I think it was a rare 
There wasn't ever anything controversial about it. It was kind of like our generation's Andy Griffith show. It was a slice of life show. It was nothing but funny. Um, it didn't ruffle any feathers. It was kind of like you watched it to relax and have a good time and laugh. And there was some social commentary, but there was never anything divisive. And it was just a really, really good show that everybody could agree on watching. And I think we need more of that on TV. And I hope they bring that vibe back to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, I mean, it was fun. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like, I watched a lot of it. Um, there were I mean, a lot of references that I can understand as you know, <laughs> in small towns and, you know, now I live in Texas. Um, but there were some things that I could definitely see um, that maybe wouldn't go over as well today as they did at the time because... Boone Howard's lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. John Redcorn. That too, and Con. Yeah. A lot of stuff uh, back in the day you can't bring back now. I mean, you can't yeah. bring back you can't bring back Archie Bunker for nothing. I th- Which is odd because he was always the foil on that show. He, he was, you know, the joke was always on Archie Bunker, and people don't realize that. It's yep. something that got lost in, in the generations, and Archie Bunker somehow became an idol. But Facebook he, user, let back. us know who you are. Hit up hit up top yep. register, let us know who you are. Um, but um, but the joke was always on Archie Bunker, and it somehow he became somehow he became like a hero to these people, and it's like no, the guy was an idiot, and it was always was. the joke landed on him. All right, well, we definitely want to thank everyone for coming out. We just got a few more things here to wrap up the show tonight. Um, got our topics. Um, Mojo for Deadpool three. Um, we're gonna save those for next we're week. Gonna save those we're for gonna next save week. that for next week. All yeah, right. Yeah, 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 we're gonna save those for next week. Um, okay. All right. Thank you, Cat. We appreciate that. Let's go around the room and see what everybody has going on this week. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Dave? How you doing? Glad you feeling better, my friend. Glad you are feeling better. Yeah, but there's some things in the world you just can't bring back. You can't bring back RG. Um. The Jeffersons, you can't bring him. You you can't bring that back. Um, they are it, bringing back history of the worlds. I'm curious to see how that's going to. I won't say that's going to work out. Yeah, but Mel Brooks yeah. doesn't care. Mel Brooks will make whatever Mel Brooks wants. Mel, Mel Brooks, they're probably like, they're probably like Mel. You can't say that. Mel Brooks will be like, f you. I'm 97 years old. I'm 97 years old. I can do what Mel I want. Mel Brooks makes fun of everybody equally, <laughs> which is why I think it was always like Mel Brooks was always able to kind of get away with it with no problem because he does make fun of everybody. Because he didn't make fun of both sides. That's true. Um, That's true. But got, yeah, I'm interested to see how that's going to translate into modern day. We got boids. We got trees. We got enough wine to get fish nicking for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but man, there's a lot of things you can't bring. <laughs> that was that was popular back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, in pro wrestling, you can't bring back the bushwhackers. Nope. You no. can't bring, you can't them bring back. back the uh, what was it called? There's like Chief. the Divas ones. No, like um, divas had their own thing. It was like, uh, panty something like the oh, bra and panty matches. Yeah, you can't, you can't bring those back. Nope. You can't bring it back no more. Nope. Yeah, you can't bring that back. Wasn't there like a team? And oh no, the one you really can't bring back is the Mexicals. 
Oh, you can't bring that. No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Nope. They rode down there. They rode down there in those lawnmowers, and it was like, oh my! Even as a seventh grader, I'm watching this. I'm like, this is wrong on so many levels, but it's so nope. hilarious. <laughs> Look at him moving out. <laughs> you know, you can't bring that back, boy. It's, it's, it's yeah, you can't bring that back either. You can't bring that back. There's a lot of stuff nowadays you cannot bring back, man. Oh my goodness! But you can't bring the bushwhackers. People ask me why I say you can't bring back the bushwhackers. You know what the bushwhackers used to do when they came out, and it starts walking down with their little music and stuff. And but what did they do with people in the crowd? They went up there looking them on the forehead. You can't mm-hmm. look them on the forehead no. nowadays. No. no. Who are the other ones? You uh. No. Iron can't bring back. Couldn't bring back. Can't bring back. Well, Iron Sheik is still tripping. Degeneration yeah. X can't come back. Can't come back. Val Venus is rule 34 at this point. Like, he's definitely not allowed back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but man, there's a lot of things you cannot bring back in today's world that was popular back then. Um, All right, let's go around the room, see what everyone is doing before we get out of here for the night. Um, Let me start with Kat. Kat, what you got going on tonight? You you know, going as over always, make say. sure that you are going over to geeknewsnow.net to check out for the latest geek news. Yeah. Um, on my own channel, Shieldman's Creative Creations, I'm going to have some um, skincare unboxings coming up this week. So yeah, go over there and check those out. But yeah, like I said, always hop over to geeknewsnow.net for all of the latest articles. Check us out on Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, Twitter. What am I missing here, John? Uh, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, I believe YouTube, that's Facebook. it. YouTube, YouTube Facebook. Facebook. We're all over the place. Search us out. Our content is awesome and it's all free. Check us out. <clears throat> all right, let me roll over down to Diamond real quick. Diamond, what you got going on this week? Mm, I'm going to start playing like newer games, I guess, because I updated from Essential PlayStation Plus to now Extra. So. I might just start playing WWE 2K. Cool, cool, cool. Ambrose, what you got going on this week? A lot of makeup work. I've been sick this week. It's been keeping me from writing, so I have a lot of uh, have a lot of untapped articles I've got to get cracking on. And on top of that, at Harry Potter uh, Hogwarts Legacy comes out this week, so I will be covering <laughs> and streaming that. Um. People saying, aren't you worried about being canceled? I said, you can call my manager, but I'm pretty sure it's hard to cancel. A, I'm pretty sure it's hard to cancel a pizza delivery driver, so you can try. I mean, but like, yeah. I, I'm I'm game. Um, yeah. But uh, I am going to be covering. I'm excited. I've been following Harry Potter for since I've met my wife, so this is going to be a uh, fun game for me. It's going to be. I'm going to be putting my. I'm going to be doing splitting that on Twitch with The Last of Us, and uh, we're going to be um, – it's going to be a fun experience for everybody. That's it's going to be an actual never-played-the-game, so it's going to be a first-time playthrough, and you're all going to go through it with me. So That slipped my mind. I forgot the game was coming out this week. So what you got going on this week, my friend? Um, Nothing really new. Same old, same old. Getting ready for the new shows coming to next week and the week after, the card and stuff, and that's really it. All right, everyone, don't forget Geek News Now. Check us out on YouTube. We have several shows. We got MCU Monday. <laughs> we got Campaign Happy Hour. We have this fine show, The Geek Gauntlet. Uh, we have several other shows that are not live, but they are there for your viewing enjoyment. Um, Wolf's Tavern with Retro and Wolf. 
Cam and Focus, Captain's Light, Light, <clears throat> Captain's Light, Captain's Log and Lightsaber. Um, can't talk tonight. Can't talk tonight. Um, so we got so we got a whole bunch going on over on our YouTube page. And what's over there? Go ahead, man. Thank you for reminding me. I got to plug my boy Cam. He's got a huge interview coming up. I got to pull the name up. Um, it's going tomorrow on tomorrow. Night, tomorrow night, 7 p.m. What's the guy's mm -hmm. name? Man? Ray Porter, voice actor, Dark Seed in the Snyder Cut of the uh, Justice League. He's been on the show Monk. He's played Dale the Whale Beaterbeck. Uh, really made his rounds. Really popular in some circles. Cam worked really hard to get this interview, so if you guys want to tune in tomorrow around 7, watch him do his thing, talk to this guy, it's going to be a really interesting talk. So uh, tune in and um, and uh, give Cam some support. We got something for everybody on our YouTube channel, guys. We like Geek Talk. We got Geek Talk. If, um, you like cooking. Uh, we had definitely – that's a very good cooking show, by the way. Got me into cooking. A brother who couldn't cook can cook now a little bit. Not much, but just a little bit. <laughs> I will have you know that I have Coolio's cookbook. I know Cat's got some good cookbooks. I got Coolio's cookbook, and oh, with chapters man. and with chapters such as salad-eating bitches, ribs that'll make you smack your mama, and desserts for that sweet ass, you cannot go <laughs> wrong, my friend. <laughs> we off the rails. We off the rails tonight, y'all. We off the rails tonight. But I know Cat's got some uh, some good stuff too. Um, what kind of cookbooks you got, Cat? Oh, I have the Wonder Woman cookbook, which has like more fancy tools than anybody should ever have to have in a kitchen. Um, <laughs> I've got the Skyrim cookbook. I have the Dungeons and Dragons cookbook. There you go. I have the Assassin's Creed cookbook. I have there the Wakanda go. cookbook. Avengers go. Campus cookbook. There you go. Uh, Star Wars desserts and treats. What else do I have? World of Warcraft. There you go. Disney villains. There you go. Um, I think I have some others, but those are the ones that come to mind. The main ones. I can only imagine the Avengers Campus cookbook. Hey, where's Squirrel Girl? Nowhere. <laughs> I got, man, see, I got, I got, I get it. I gotta get on with you. Now they got me cooking, man. We got some several cooking videos up on those guys. Definitely check them out. Um. Camera focus interview will be tomorrow. We got a lot of things going on over at Get News now, so check us out everywhere. YouTube, what's, Facebook. What's your Twitter, next uh, really good podcast? What's that? This what's Wednesday. your next? Yeah, what's really uh, what do you cover? Really good podcast will be back at 10 p.m. Eastern. I do not have a show planned as of yet. Um, okay, but I'll definitely let people know by Tuesday what we're talking about. So be looking out for that over on the GNN Greats, which is on our, which is on Facebook. Oh man, we got someone else coming through. What up, Jeff? <laughs> what up, Jeff? What's going on, man? Good to have you here. MCU's bleeding edge, my boy Jeff. Definitely check him out. He's on several times a week. I mean, definitely check him out on YouTube. Definitely check him out on Facebook. The MCU's bleeding edge. Definitely check him out. Um, real quick before I go, I didn't get a chance to do something that I wanted to do. Um, two things. Um, first, I got a chance to take a look at that Legion of Superheroes movie, the new one for 2023. Mwah, man, you feet loved it. Loved, didn't think I'd love it as much as I did, but I got a chance to look at it. Loved that movie. Fantastic. Um, not going to give any spoilers, spoilers out there, but it's a fantastic movie. It paints the, it paints the Legion, my nail in particular, 
in a different light. So I suggest everybody go see it. As far as James Gunn goes, I don't know if I want to shake his hand or if I want to give him a few choice words because some of this stuff I don't get. Uh, but we'll see how yeah. it turns out. We'll see how it turns out. Um, I got concerns. So let's see what happens. Well, I got to give it a chance. So we'll see what happens. Um, Me too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, Jeff, also known as True Knowledge. That is correct. That is correct. All right, guys. Thank you for everybody for coming out. Do appreciate it. Um, Ambrose, thank you for coming out. I appreciate you. Uh, same thing with Diamond, Shaw, Cat, everybody in the chat. Um, Andrew, Jeff, Dave, man, get better, dude. Get better. Because I know that's no joke. I know what you would I know what you had is no joke. So get better. And if it's nothing more, guys, I want to say thank you for everybody being here tonight. We'll be back same time, same place next Saturday, 10 p.m. Eastern. Everyone has a great week. Have a safe week and take care. Peace. Bye.